like I'm on the Heisman watch. That's gotta be what would describe, symbolize I've got. Skill, four times the talent around me. Desmond Howard playing for Howard, just tell me how can I be stopped? This Allen Ivy at an Ivy cottage. They can't check me. I don't practice my class too hard. Nigga, me, my swag is grown. Okay, 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 okay. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? And happy Friday, man. I hope everybody had a great week. I hope everybody got through this week safe and sound. I hope work was good. If you're at work right now, whenever you listen to this, I hope you had a great day, man. I hope everybody, you know what I mean? Like, good, good vibes. Good vibes on this good Friday. Um, Hope everybody's doing well Last time I talked to you guys was Monday So it's our second episode this week So everything is good over here um, Let's see man We got some things to get through Got some things to get through today Unfortunately man I gotta put my Miami Heat to rest I'll, I'll, I'll lay my boys to rest Later on in the show Gotta eulogize my Heat man Got to unfortunately um, Cause it, it's definitely a wrap For us tonight But it's it's alright though It's alright um, got some things to get through today. Like I said, man, you know, yesterday on social media, I you, you guys know how I'm coming. You guys know I'm not scared to talk about the system. I'm not scared to talk, use my platform to to really talk about what's going on out here. And I, as you see, I, uh, the episode title, the cover, bro, we're gonna have a serious conversation today about black quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, I could have easily tied in black coaches in this conversation as well, but I'll save that for another time. The time I, I'll save it for when the time is right. Just just know we're gonna have to have that conversation very soon. But uh, today on tap, I got you know we're gonna talk about the NFL versus black quarterbacks, uh, COVID, in the NFL, the early MVP race, of course, the pick four for this weekend, uh, this upcoming first half of the week. And um, then we're going to talk about the NBA Finals, and I'll get you guys caught up on what's going on in the boxing world, of course. And then that's it for us, man. It's Friday, so um, let's let's get this thing started. So, if you don't know what's going on with the Washington football team, it's it's a it's a nasty situation. What do you think about it? It's a nasty situation. Let's just talk about three quarterbacks. Let's talk about three quarterbacks. I want to start off with Daniel Jones, who is also in the NFC East. He plays for the New York Giants. This is his second year in New York. Let's talk about him. Daniel Jones this year, 0-4. He's throwing a pick every game. Hasn't thrown a touchdown since week one. His numbers on the year are 889 yards, two touchdowns, five interceptions, 68.3 QBR. This season, he's dealing with his second head coach. Same city, same stadium, different team, different division. Sam Darnold, 0-4. 700 yards, three touchdowns, four interceptions, 70.7 QBR. Second coach. Hasn't thrown over 20 touchdowns in a season. Dwayne Haskins, 2020. 1-3. 939 yards. Four touchdowns. Three interceptions. 80.3 QBR. 300 yards last week against Baltimore. Second place in the NFC East. Second coach. Would have been his first full season. So, just looking at the numbers, Dwayne has thrown more touchdowns than interceptions. These other two quarterbacks have not. Dwayne's QBR is better than both of these quarterbacks. He's thrown more yards. He's not in last place in his division. Oh, and he has a win, by the way. All three of these quarterbacks are not in the best situations. Daniel Jones, he loses his running back to a torn ACL. Sam Darnold's running back is dealing with injury. Both of them dealing with their second coaches. 
not too many offensive weapons for them. Defenses, huh? Dwayne Haskins, he lost his running back to domestic violence. Only only receiver on the uh, Washington football team that I know off the top of my head is Terry McLaurin. Other than that, don't know anybody on the rest. Oh, excuse me, on the Washington football team. The difference between the three. Well, Dwayne has only started eleven games. These other guys have had full seasons. So Dwayne Haskins isn't even really out of a rookie season yet. Yet, I don't hear anybody calling for Daniel Jones' job. I don't hear any uh, anybody calling for Sam Darnold's job. The energy is sent towards Adam Gase and Joe Judge in New York. But the Washington football team, their fans and management seem to be putting, and coaches seem to be putting all the weight of the world on Dwayne Haskins. Why? I mean, do I have to do I have to spell it out for you? Do I have to say it? Black quarterbacks, they don't get a chance to grow. Black quarterbacks don't get the opportunities that white quarterbacks who struggle or or start off slow or just become average quarterbacks, they don't get that luxury to be average. As a black quarterback, you can't be average. There is no average. It's either you're going to be Lamar, Russell, Deshaun, Pat, or th- there's no in-between. There's no going 7-9 seven and, seven and nine every year as a black quarterback. I can't go 6-10 and ten as a black quarterback and not worry about my job. I can't even get a full season as a black quarterback. Ask Jacoby Brissett. How the Colts doing this season? Hmm. Jacoby Brissett wasn't even supposed to be the starter last year. Was supposed to come in this season, get a full camp, knowing he's going to be a starter. All right, let me let me try this again. Let me run this back. But no, who they bring in? Philip Rivers, who can barely throw the ball twenty five yards. The same Phillip Rivers that I watched last season in Mexico against the Chiefs throw a 50-50 ball to Austin Eckler, who's barely 5'9", 5'11". Bro, I don't, me and Austin Eckler, if we stand next to each other from a distance, y'all probably think we're the same height. Phillip Rivers threw a 50-50 ball to him. But that's the guy that's starting for the Indianapolis Colts right now. Black quarterbacks don't have a chance to, to, the, to develop. They don't get that they don't get that luxury. And why is the blame all on Haskins? That's what's really bothering me here. Why is the blame all of it on him? Why? Why is that? Why not the the offensive line who can't protect anybody? Why not the receiving core, which is already said is dismal? Why not bring the, the, the dumbass running back for for getting involved in a domestic dispute? You know, don't don't make excuses for the other quarterbacks. Oh it's this, it's that. Give him a chance. Oh, he he's not in the right system. He he just needs more. Blah blah blah. But when it comes to Dwayne Haskins, oh, it's on him. He's got to be better. He has to step his game up. Hmm. It's interesting, though, because you look at the history of the game and you look at things said about certain, you know, black quarterbacks. They like to call them athletic or talented, gifted. They never want to give them credit for having skill. Um, They don't want to give them credit for their football IQ. They don't want to give them credit for their passing. It's just all talent. And when you use the word talent and the word athletic, that just turns into, oh, they're uncoachable. 
you can't really coach that. They like to say that they can't. Oh, you can't coach that. They're uncoachable. Hmm. Okay. Okay. All that is is a cop out to say, eh, eh, we don't really, we don't really believe in the black quarterback here in Washington. Staying on Washington, let's just just Washington, the Washington football team. They took Haskins, took Dwayne, and and demoted him to third third string quarterback. Imagine being, let's say you're a a supervisor, you're a supervisor at your job, right? And the guys that work for you, they come in late. They clock in late. They leave early. Job don't get done. Or, you know, guys are on there. They're not. They're on their phones, or they're not paying attention to the, what they're doing at work. And certain things don't get done, and business doesn't run smoothly. So, but you, as a supervisor, you're doing your job. You're doing the best that you can with the superiors. Uh, that you have I mean not the superiors With the guys that you have Working for you You're doing the best That you can do With what you have Follow me So Business doesn't run correctly So you get a call From your Your uh your superiors The guys you're working under They tell you look We're gonna have to demote you We're gonna bring you back down To a certain level You're gonna have to work with them None of that was on you But they, they, you took the blame Because those around you Couldn't hold up their end of the bargain So you being the supervisor You took the brunt of it Meanwhile in Washington Dwayne Haskins Starting quarterback for the Washington football team One of the worst offensive lines in football can barely name more than five players on that of, on that offense if you don't really know the team. If you're a casual, if you're just a fan of the, if you're not a fan of the Washington football team, nine times out of ten, you do not know most of their receivers or most of their offensive weapons because they probably really don't have any. So they take him, they don't move him to backup. No, no, no. They don't. They don't just move him to backup. They moved him to third string. Third string. So, not only is he sitting behind Kyle Allen. By the way, I forgot who Kyle Allen was. I had to remind myself. This is Kyle Allen. Who? How many picks did he hold on? Let me see some. Let me see some. It was. It was interesting to see how many picks he thrown and, and such. Let's look at his stats. Kyle Allen. 17 touchdowns, 16 interceptions. That sound like a starting quarterback to y'all? Oh, my bad. No, I'm not reading Sam Donald's numbers. This was Kyle Allen's numbers last season. But do that sound like a starting quarterback to y'all? Don't sound like one to me. Sounds pretty average, if you ask me. Don't sound no better than what you have. Not only is he sitting behind him, he's sitting behind Alex Smith. Alex Smith, who can barely walk, barely got back to football. My guy could barely walk in a pair of Nike slides. Damn near got his leg ripped off. That's who's your back? That's your backup? So if Kyle Allen, if if something happens to him, you're going to turn to Alex Smith on Sunday. If Kyle Allen gets in there and throws three interceptions in the first half and you're down 21 or you're down more than three touchdowns, you're going to you're going to turn to Alex Smith. Okay. Let's see what that line does. They couldn't even protect him. And that's why he's where he is. What do you guys really think is going to happen when you put Kyle Allen in the game on Sunday? Will it be different? I don't think so. How can you just switch? It's not even a week 
eight. We're not even halfway through the season, and you've already given up on Dwayne Haskins. I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't get it. That's just something I will never understand. How how can you give up on somebody that fast? Who hasn't, once again, has not started 16 games yet. Take a, take a listen to this. In their first 11 starts, Josh Allen threw 163 for 305. That's 53.4% um, passing uh, completion percentage, right? 2,000 yards, 10 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Dwayne Haskins. 196 for 327, that's 59.1%, 2,164 yards, 11 touchdowns, 6 interceptions. That's their first 11 starts. Now, see, the difference is Josh Allen is surrounded by a coaching staff, management, who got him weapons and molded him into into um into what we see today as an MVP front runner, Josh Allen. But Dwayne Haskins isn't afforded that same luxury. This Washington football team is so trash; they're not even trying. They they're pulling the plug on something that's not even finished being built. Imagine you start building your house, foundations laid, and you and, and you and you just be like, ah, eh, never mind. I don't want to. I don't want to build this house, and I don't want this house no more. I'm gonna go rent something. Really? Really? And you know. Touching back, coming circling back onto how the coaches in New York, um, you know, people want their heads on the stick. All right, God bless Ron Rivera, what he's going through, what he's coaching through. All right, so he comes into this Washington situation, knows it's a mess, knows what he has. So you're going to make it worse. Oh, no, not make it worse. I forgot. My bad. <laughs> this was This was your boy last year, right? This is a part of how you ended up with this job. Couldn't win with Kyle Allen. You get you get fired. Now you're in Washington and you bring this bum with you. So you, you figure you, you you couldn't get back to the play. You couldn't get back to the Super Bowl with Super Cam. Um, you come to Washington, another black quarterback. So now you're gonna pull the plug on him. You're gonna go back to your your boy last year who couldn't get you nowhere. Um. G- g- Good luck with that, sir. Good luck with that. This is also funny, man. How how they move the goalposts for these quarterbacks. They move the goalposts for them. What has Dwayne Haskins done that's so wrong that any other young quarterback has done? Where it's like, ah, no. He just threw for 300 yards on the Baltimore Ravens. That's a real defense right there, by the way. But all of a sudden, he's not good enough to start. Somebody help me understand that. Maybe if Dwayne was named like Brad. uh, Somebody help me here. I don't know, like Brad, something cool, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, something white. Something, something, you know what I mean? Not Dwayne, not Dwayne. Maybe like Brad Braddington or something, something like that. Then it would be okay. But it's just interesting how black quarterbacks are treated compared to white quarterbacks. And people don't want it to be about race, okay, Cool. That just means you're not comfortable having this conversation and you're oblivious to what's actually been happening for years. Black quarterbacks, they they know. Look, look. Let me read you a couple of quotes really quickly. Read you a couple of quotes. This is from Michael Vick. A lot of us aren't viewed as passers, we're viewed as. As athletes, I think it's unfair and unfortunate because you can't look at somebody. You can look at a passer 
you can say, okay, we can work on his mechanics. We can help him, um, you know, work on his arm. We can help somebody, but you can't help an athlete. You can't, you can't mold athletics. You can't do that. It's a cop out. It's a cop out. So they deem them uncoachable. Here's another quote from Tyrod Jackson. I mean, excuse me, from Tyrod Taylor. Interesting enough, he just lost his job. It's always going to be twice as bad just because of who I am. An African-American quarterback. Look across the league, man. We're held to a certain standard. We almost have to be perfect. Which is the absolute truth. There's no room. As a black quarterback, there's no room to have a bad game. Look at how they do Lamar. Now look. I talked about Lamar last week. I mean on Monday. I told Lamar, you know, he had to perform better against Pat Mahomes, right? I I, I said that. Yeah, absolutely. But did I kill Lamar for that? What else did I talk about when I talked about Lamar's game going up against Pat Mahomes? I talked about the Ravens receiving core, right? I talked about schemes. I talked about coaching. I didn't just blame it all on Lamar. But see, the media, Lamar has, has one, bad, one bad game, and the media will jump on Lamar. And it's always, aha, I knew it all along, or finally, he's been exposed, or finally, everybody knows what I knew all along. You know, when when black quarterbacks are that good, there's always somebody, whether it's a fan, media, they they just wait, they wait, they wait, and they just wait until something bad happens. Where they can finally get their rocks off and say, hey, this guy's not good. As good as you all thought he was. Look at that. Look at that. It's sad, though. It really is. But it's sadder when you look at the history of the league. And how hard it was for black athletes, um, black football players to even get to be quarterbacks. They wanted them to change their positions. Come out of college, high school, you're a quarterback. Nah, you should be a running back. Nah, you should be a receiver. Like what? Come on, man. Come on, man. Warren Moon. Had to go to Canada, bro. He had to go to Canada. He had to go to Canada to play football before he could be a quarterback in the NFL. Because at the time, they didn't believe a black man could be a quarterback in the NFL. So when you look at the history, yeah, you can run the ball, you can go catch the ball, but throw it. Nah, can't do that. And when you look at that, that once again ties into not only playing black in the NFL, but coaching black in the NFL. I wasn't going to do this, but I might as well, you know, might as well while we're, we're, we're still here on the, on this topic. You can be a, a coordinator. You can be a quarterback's coach. You can be a receiver coach. You can be a defensive coordinator. You can be a special teams coordinator. You could be, um, you know, but head coach? Eh. It's a little too, you got a little too much dip on your chip. You look at the Rooney rule. You look at what they almost tried to do with the draft picks and everything before the season started. Thank God that got... That got forgotten about. Even coaching black in the NFL, you really don't have room to be average. 
Don't matter what your situation is. Don't matter what organization you're with. You don't have time to be average. Look at Todd Bowles. We all know the Jets are trash. He's a coordinator. He had to go back to co- um. He's a coordinator now, and in, in Tampa, I didn't even know that. Like, black coaches aren't afforded. Like, look how look how long. Look at Dan Quinn. Look at Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn gets to the Super Bowl, 28-3, blows a 28-3 lead, and hasn't been back to the playoffs since. I mean, excuse me, hasn't been back there since. Hasn't done anything of any greatness since. The Falcons have been become a laughing stock. He still has a job. It took for J.J. Watt to say something to Bill O'Brien before he got out of there. Lord, if that didn't, if that little skirmish didn't happen this past weekend, we he'd probably still have a job. It's, it's just, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, don't know. Three NFL head coaches are black in NFL. Just three. Just three. Just three. But I think I think I got everything I wanted. Let me let me make sure. Yeah. You know, black black quarterbacks, they just don't get to develop, man. Don't get to develop. But hey, you know. It is what it is. That's the game, you know. The, like us, the game is rigged, man. They they don't they they really don't want to see them win. They don't. They don't. They don't. Whew. All right. I think that's I think that's all I have for that. So let's move on to COVID nineteen running rampant, man. Running rampant. All right, so look, Cam got it. Um, you know he couldn't play last week against the Chiefs. Then after that game, Stephon Gilmore comes out. He has it. Um, you know games are getting delayed. Games are getting rescheduled. There's been Tuesday night football. There's been double headers. I mean, coming into the season, you know they built in a contingency plan as far as the schedule knows goes. So we knew, we knew it would, it could happen. Um, so let's look at, you know, some new, they're trying to do some new protocols to try and, you know, this is just new reinforcements. All right. So let me just bear with me now. This is like, a um, some type of, I forgot what kind of chart this is. All right. So let's see close contract, close, excuse me, close contact exposure to symptomatic individual. All right. So PCR virus test as soon as possible and isolate until results. Then that turns into if virus test is negative and close contact remains asymptomatic, close contact may return to club facility subject to the following increase, uh, system monitoring daily PCR virus testing days one through eight regular testing schedule thereafter. Then if virus test positive an individual has no symptoms no return unless and until 10 days have passed since or initial positive test or two consecutive negative uh, pcr virus tests separated by 24 hours and three return um approved by the club physician after um, consolation with the ics and notification of the nfl chief medical officer um and if uh, um and in excuse me an individual is symptomatic no return unless and until at least 10 days have passed since the date um symptoms of COVID 19 were first reported to club medical staff at least 24 hours have passed since and last fever without the use of fever reducing medications and other symptoms have improved and return 
uh, approved by the club physician after uh wow what accent was that um after consolation with ics and notification of nfl chief medical officer and local regulations and requirements are satisfied and then low or medium risk exposure to symptomatic individual monitor symptoms and testing at normal testing uh cadence as defined in the screening and testing protocol okay what else we got here but look basically man they just trying to uh, um <sighs> ramp up testing um you know trace contract trade why do i keep saying contract trace contact and all, all that good stuff all right so this is before uh so this is a couple of days ago over 370 370 um thousand Tests from August 1st through um, October 3rd. There were 84 new positives, including 31 players. So let, let's just talk about the tech, the Titans, because honestly, this is this is on them right now. No other team has had an outbreak so far. Let's just hope that remains the same. We've seen isolated events. We've seen the back, what was it, the practice squad quarterback in Kansas City, Cam Gilmore. Don't know how they got it, right? Can't say it was from on-field activity. Titans play the Vikings. All of a sudden, eight players from the Titans get it. The Vikings, are they have no positive tests. All through this week, the the Patriots, the Chiefs, the Vikings, they're doing just fine. But the Titans have added two or three new positive tests. Meanwhile, the Titans shut down a facility. They got to shut everything down. What do Titans players do? They go to a local high school and have a workout of their own. Not only do they have a workout when they're not supposed to, they take pictures. If you could define dumbass in the dictionary, that picture of the Titans players holding that workout would be right there under it. I don't understand, bro. Since before the season started, what has Eric been saying? It's going to be on the players to be disciplined. It's going to be on the players if the season continues. It's going to be on the players. There is no bubble. There's no bubble. It's on them. And clearly in Tennessee, they don't understand that. They're not following protocol. It's no mystery. There's no mystery. I don't I don't I don't understand why uh they're acting surprised or or or, or fans are like cancel the season. We knew this wasn't gonna work. Blah 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 blah. Bro, everybody else is doing fine. Everybody else is okay. It just seems like this is the second week the Titans have had a problem. So last week their game gets canceled. In doing so, the Ravens bye week gets moved up. Their game against the Steelers gets moved up. Like, the Titans are setting off a domino effect across the NFL. This is on them. So if they... Now they've gotten the Bills and the Bills and Titans were supposed to play Sunday. Now that game is moved to Tuesday. So in doing so, the Bills and uh, Chiefs game for next Thursday got pushed back to the weekend. Then you look at what's going on with the Patriots because of Gilmore. Now they got to go through testing. They got to see if their their game to, on Sunday got moved to Monday night at 5 p.m. So now the Broncos have to play on Monday. The Patriots, they go to a bye. Okay, cool. They go to a bye. But the Broncos have to play again on Sunday. So now, because the Patriots couldn't handle their business, because Stephon Gilmore couldn't handle himself, now the Broncos have to play pay the price. The team who has been following protocols haven't had any positive tests. Why are they being punished? Why is that their that's not their fault? So Broncos players were outraged. They were they were tweeting about it. They're, they're pissed, and rightfully so. So if the Titans game gets canceled again, 
I'm going to be pissed because I got three Titans and a Bill on my t- my fantasy team. So, but that's neither here nor there. And the rest of my team is like, want to buy. That's neither here nor there. We'll, we'll work around that. But if their game gets canceled, they need to forfeit. That, that has to be a forfeit for them. They have to lose that game and we have to move on. They have to lose that game and we have to move on. We can't stay on the Titans because clearly they're not taking this serious. And if the Titans aren't taking this serious, we need to start finding Mike Vrabel's um, strong hit ass. We need to start finding King Henry. Whoever it is, find them. Because who the hell is Adam Humphreys? What what does Adam Humphreys getting sick have to do with my fantasy football? Look, bro. Find them. The way that y'all find Darren Waller and the Raiders for having a little charity dinner. Do something to the Titans. Because clearly... They're not taking it serious now. What the hell is going on in Tennessee that y'all got to be outside? Go in the house. What's going on in Nashville? Ain't nothing popping in Nashville for y'all to be risking your lives. Y'all not going to convince me that after y'all played the Vikings, y'all got COVID. Y'all not going to convince me that, oh, on the plane, our driver. No, 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 no. Y'all was out somewhere doing something y'all ain't had no business doing, and you brought it back to the facility. Now everybody's sick. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to hear that we didn't know or it's a freak thing. It's all mysterious. Nah, 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 nah. Y'all knew. Y'all knew. Hell out of here. Not trying to hear that, man. I'm not. Not it's selfish. It's selfish. It's selfish. And if somebody, if somebody say they gonna cancel the season one more, if you, yo, please shut up, bro. There are fans in stadiums. Do y'all and the the Dolphins are adding more. Do y'all really think these owners gonna let the season get canceled? Y'all must not have been watching the MLB because the Marlins, uh, the Brewers. Who else had the outbreak? They they in the, they playing playoff games right now. Y'all think the NFL gonna blink? It's a staring contest with the NFL and COVID, and the NFL ain't going to blink first. Good luck if you think the season getting canceled. And I don't need that negativity. Shut up. Um, What else? What else? Who else? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Also, I've been looking at the COVID map. Um, you know, Maryland, we're doing fine, sweetie. We're doing amazing. We're doing much better than we were when when this stuff started. Um, you know, most of the states, you know, they're getting new cases, but they're lower. They're lower cases each and every day. Um, positivity rates are low. But then you look at like the middle states. There are new hot spots like Wisconsin. It's awful right now. Um, it's just like you know now it's a different yeah. We still got a lot to get through. We still got a lot to get through, but yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. These these players, they have to. It's going to come down to these teams and and what they're. Y'all just, just follow protocol, bro. It cannot be that hard. It can't be that hard. It cannot be that hard. Um, but I am glad that um players can't leave their cities for the bye week. It wasn't that was nothing that wasn't going to be anything but a risk, you know, um, leaving town, going back to your hometown or wherever you go for the buy, coming back to this to the city. It was just going to be too much. It was just going to be too much. I think it was smarter for them to just go ahead and stay wherever they play. Um, no need to risk you or your family because you don't you know, what I mean, it's, it was just no need for that. No need for that. Um. But like I said, man, we 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 knew what we were working with, what we were dealing with coming into this season. It wasn't a bubble. Um, nobody's susceptible to the virus. Um, but it's just like be better, <laughs> be better. Because what 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 are you guys doing? Because if individual players are getting it, I'm blaming them. Because how are nobody else? How was nobody else? How did the Vikings walk away from that Titans game clean? Stephon Gilmore got it. How did nobody else on the Patriots get it? How did anybody on the Chiefs? Pat Mahomes and Stephon Gilmore were damn near kissing each other after the game on Sunday. Pat Mahomes is fine. No, no new positives from any of those teams. These players aren't going to tell us when they think they got it or where they where they weren't wearing a mask. It, it didn't happen on the field. 
Clearly didn't happen on the field. Y'all off doing something y'all ain't had no business doing, man. Out somewhere without a mask or touching your face. Just be smart, please. Use your common sense. Please and thank you. Use your common sense. I think that's it and that's all, man. I think I I feel like I'm going to be saying this every week. And until until somebody hears me and, and until they understand it, I'll keep saying it. Point blank and the period. So, all right. Where we at next? What's next? I think we're staying on a, on football. I think we're staying on football. What's next? What's next? Um. All right. Oh yeah, the early MVP race. All right. So it's four quarterbacks. That's that's obviously in the running for MVP. You know, first quarter of the season MVP. Um, Pat Mahomes, four and zero, eleven touchdowns, zero interceptions. 1,134 yards, um, 114.1 QBR. Um, Russell Wilson, also 4-0, 16 touchdowns, 2 interceptions, 1,285 yards, 136.7 QBR. Josh Allen, I told y'all, man. I told you guys. It's early. It is early. But I told you guys, man, Josh Allen was coming this season. I told you guys that the Bills were going to be good. Um, Josh Allen, 12 touchdowns, one interception, 1,326 yards, 122.7 QBR. And last but not least, man, Aaron freaking Rodgers, who I also told you guys will be playing at MVP level football, man. But I told and look, I told y'all that that little face turn he did. My wrestling fans know what that is. That little goody. John Cena, goody, good, goody two shoes act, that ain't fooling me. Well, I'm gonna smile all the time, I'm gonna laugh on the. F- that ain't fooling me. Y'all heard what that man been saying this week. He getting a little spicy, a little bit of his heel stuff coming out. Talking about, um, you know, I, I laugh when people talk about my down years because down years for me are career years for other quarterbacks. Woo! Woo, child! Woo-hoo! That's hot! That's hot right there. That's hot right there now. <laughs> but it's facts. It's facts, man. You guys heap on Aaron Rodgers talking about, but he's falling off. Falling off where? Falling off what? Where'd he fall off? Now, I ain't see him fall. Come on now. But back to Rodgers, man. 4 0, 13 touchdowns, zero interceptions, 1,214 yards, 128.4 QBR. All of these quarterbacks, man, they're playing, they're playing top level football. I'm going to look at Pat Mahomes. It's just picking up from where he left off last year. But I think as far as being MVP, you know, this team is good. You know, this offense is great. Um, not ta- not taking away from Pat Mahomes' individual performances this season. But it's like, you know, I'm not surprised. This is something he's supposed to do as Pat Mahomes with an offense that he has. You know what I mean? Like with Kelsey, with um, Elair, with Hill. I'm not surprised. You look at Josh Allen, this is a team that many people, many people, a quarterback that many people didn't think would come out and do this. Now, that's more surprising. Um, you know, Diggs is performing well, John Brown, and it's just like, Josh Allen, man, he's he's much, much better than he has been. One interception is great for him. 12 touchdowns, man. He's protecting the football. Um, definitely making a big leap from last season. But like I said, you know, watching him in that playoff game, I knew there was something. I knew I knew there was something coming. You know what I mean? I I just looked at him like, mm-hmm. Josh Josh Allen, he won't be here with us. He gonna be here with the top young quarterbacks. You know, last season he throws twenty touchdowns. Nine interceptions Like he's already Eight touchdowns away From what he did last year You know He's already thrown More touchdowns Than he did his First season in Buffalo And it's only been What four weeks So he's on track To have a much Monster season Monster season And all four of these Quarterbacks could throw 40 touchdowns this season Um, If they stay on The same pace Then you look at Russell Wilson You know Russell Wilson Everybody feels like He's underrated and he he deserves his his fair share of respect. Um, yeah, I, I agree. You know, I like Russell Wilson. Um, I think he's having a hell of a season. I think that Seattle team, you know, is a great team. 
Um, I think Russell Wilson definitely deserves to be in the MVP conversation. You know, he makes great throws. He clutch. Yeah, I'm a big. I, I love Russell Wilson. Then you look at Aaron Rodgers, man. You guys know how I feel about Rodgers. Um, I think you know, you know, people already. I saw somebody last night talking about Brady was throwing to nobodies. I'm like, Mike Evans is a nobody. Gronk is a nobody now. Come on, bro. Come on. Come on. Come on. Meanwhile, in Wisconsin, you know, Aaron Rodgers is throwing three touchdowns to Robert Tanyan. He's throwing balls to MBS, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. He's throwing balls to Malik Taylor. He's throwing balls to... um, Guys that you just don't know, you know what I mean? Without his starting star receiver, um, without his number two receiver, and he's throwing dimes and taking care of the football. So I mean, obviously Aaron Rodgers. When you talk about the the award, most valuable, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is definitely the most valuable player to his team, um, without a doubt. That 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 offense that t- that starts with Aaron Rodgers and ends with Aaron Rodgers. I mean that's clear. We've seen that for years, and we know that. Um, so I would, you know, I mean, obviously my um, first quarter MVP is Aaron Rodgers. I don't care. But all four of these guys have, you know, put themselves separate are starting to separate themselves from the rest of the league with their play early in the season. But like I said, you know, it's early. It's not about how you start. It's about how you finish. It's about how you finish. So gotta keep watching. Gotta keep watching. All right, so speaking of four, let's get into the pick four for this week, man. Week five? We're already in week five. Week five, huh? Uh, I don't like when the season rolls like this, man. I don't I don't like it. I don't like it. We're already in October. Second week in October, I don't like it. Not a fan, man. You guys know I love my football, man. I love my football. I need, I need it to go slow. I needed to, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't like it. Mm, that's tough. The Bears did beat the um, the Bucks last night. That is tough. That's tough. That's a tough L to take. Oh, oh, Tampa Bay. We see them next week. Um, all right. So, the pick for the games I'm looking forward to this weekend, man. All right, let's start off with the Bills and the Titans. God, if it happens, please. Because this is a game. I was looking forward to this game. Let me tell you something. I remember um, a couple weeks ago in the group message, I was talking about the Bills and the Titans, and I, I wanted to see them play each other. I think the what I said was Josh Allen versus Ryan Tannehill would, like, wreck the space-time continuum. Because I feel like this is a game I wanted to see. And I thought I wasn't going to get into January. Then come to find out they're on the schedule now while they're both hot and undefeated. Yeah, I, I, I need to see this game. Um, they're two of my AFC sleepers. Um, you got, Honestly, it's a, a gun and run offense in the Bills versus a run and gun offense in the Titans. We know that that offense runs through Derrick Henry. And then they throw off of that. And we know that... Um, you know, in, in, in Buffalo, they're throwing that, they're slinging that thing. And, you know, it's Josh Allen versus Tannehill. Um, both of them are playing. We already talked about Josh Josh Allen in the MVP race, and Ryan Tannehill was playing well. He's taking care of the ball. Not has, Hasn't thrown as many touchdowns or as many yards, but we know, like I said, that's run and gun down there in Tennessee. Um, you know, these are two teams that I predicted to win their divisions. There was, I, I, I got, I still have the Bills coming out of the AFC East, and I still have the Titans coming out of the AFC South. Um, now the Titans are coming off their COVID bye. Haven't really had practice this week because they, they, that they still have lingering effects. The game has been pushed back again. I don't know how either of these teams are going to look. In this game, I think the Bills will be fine. Now, the Titans, on the other hand, you know, getting back in the rhythm of things, I don't know how they're going to play, but I am taking the Bills to move on to going to 5 and 0, and I hope they do because I want them undefeated when they go play the Chiefs. I want that game to be big because I feel like I'm getting ahead of myself. Never mind. I'm sorry. Um, so I'm taking the Bills over the Titans if we get that game on Tuesday night. Then we got the Ravens. Um, they come into this three and one, taking on the Bengals, who are one, two, and one. Now I don't know what's going on with Lamar. Um, he hasn't been practicing all week because of a knee. Um, now it's a knee and illness, so I don't know. I I think he played Sunday. I would assume he played Sunday. 
Don't know what's going on with him, but we're, I'm going to talk like he's playing Sunday. So both these com- teams are coming off win- uh, wins. Um, I think A.J. Green is a go. We know A.J. Green has been a Ravens killer for years. The game could be uh, close as hell, and then in the fourth quarter, it's A.J. Green for a game winner. Like uh, We've seen that for years. So that's that. But that, I don't think the Ravens should be worried about him. I think. Tyler Boyd is going to be the focal point of that um of that secondary this Sunday. Then you look, you know, the Bengals they've given up 15 sacks already. So this this could get ugly for Burrow. This could get ugly if they can get pressure that which I think this Ravens defense will, it could get ugly. Um the Ravens defense haven't allowed a rusher of over 100 yards. Um, you know, Mixon just came off a a breakout game because I was worried about Mixon. Um, so to come off a game like that and run into this Ravens defense, yeah, I don't know. But I think this Bengals team just doesn't have enough to match up with the Ravens right now. So I'm taking the Ravens in this the first, you know, in this division game. Um, then I'm looking forward to the Rams taking on the Washington football team, and I just want the Rams to this to just dismantle them. I want Kyle Allen to throw like three picks. I want him to get sacked. I want Aaron Donald to get to him. I want I want Jalen Ramsey to get a pick. I don't want this Washington team to do well at all this weekend. I want him to fail miserably. I want him to get blown out. I want him to feel so stupid about benching Dwayne that they'll never do nothing dumb like that again, and he'll be starting next week. Let's go Rams. Um... And then the, the last game, um, Jets and Cardinals. And the only reason I picked this game is because it's Flacco season. Flacco is bike. Flacco bike, man. Flacco season. That's why I'm watching, man. Let's go. I got the Cardinals defense on fantasy, unfortunately. But it's Flacco season, man. I hope and I hope he does good. I hope he does. I hope he do so good that Darnold don't get a spot back. Let's go, Flacco, man. Put some respect on his name. Um. All right. I think that's all I have for football this week, man. So let's let's go. No Packers football this weekend. So you know I'm cooling. It's a bye week. I'm not. I'm not too. You know what I mean? You know. Um. Let's see. Where else? All right, man. The NBA finals are tonight. I I believe should be coming to an end. Um. Unless something drastic happens. Um, the the Lakers are going to be wearing their black Mamba uniforms and they're undefeated with those on. And if and if all of a sudden the Miami Heat can turn into Brock Lesnar and end that streak, that would be nice. But I don't see that happening tonight. Um, you know this is unfortunate for me, man. I, you guys know I'm a Miami Heat fan. I predicted this series would happen. Um, I've been right about the Heat through the playoffs, and I've been right about the Lakers through the playoffs. This was a series, you know. <sighs> You know, Miami, you know, going down 0-2 early wasn't good. But they get, they win game three. Um, everybody was in their feelings about Tyler Hero, me mugging the camera, ooh, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Um, you know, Jimmy does the 40-point triple-double. Then game four, you know, AD's guarding him now, and it was a different story. But I think what, what the difference was, because the Heat were never really out of this game until – Braun he started heating up and hitting threes. What happened was they just weren't aggressive. They weren't aggressive. They were passing up shots. Um, just just kept passing up shots. Bam got in foul trouble. You know, Jimmy's dribbling under the rim and passing out. Like, why are you doing that, bro? Why? Go up, get a foul. Be aggressive. Um, but you know, as far as Miami, you know, they shocked the world, man. I didn't shock me though. Knocked out the top teams in the East. Beat your MVP and your defensive player of the year. Um, you know, this is a team scrappy, hungry. And I mean, and, and they'll be back. Um, you know, lots of potential. But as far as the series goes, it's clear. You know, they had a chance to tie it up, but they couldn't get it done. And they're clearly missing Dragic, man. They're, they're, they're missing Dragic really, really bad. And like I said, man, if Jimmy wants to take that, you know, go to the next level, he has to stop being so passive, man. You got to be that dog. That you that you are, but you gotta take over. You gotta take over because you're the best player on the team. You know, 
you gotta take over. You can't you can't pass up open shots or easy shots. Um, you know, Hero and Duncan, that's their first finals. You know, Hero's only twenty years old. They they have growing pains, they have growing to do, especially on the defensive end. So I'm not worried about them. They'll be back. You know what I mean? They're gonna be back. And um I think this Miami team can get a star. I think they've done enough to where like, you know, last year when we watched the Clippers go up against the Warriors. I think this was enough, but you know, they lost in the first round. This Miami Heat team went all the way to the finals. I think they've done enough to where it's like, yo, the next big free agent, yeah, I wanna go to Miami. I'm gonna be that last piece. Or, you know, a, a big a big a big star and uh, another um a big superstar and another star. Like, yeah, let's go to Miami. I think we could see that happen. You know, I think I think two two guys wanna go down there and play with Jimmy. Yeah, it can happen. It can happen. Um, and I want to see UD tonight, man. I want to see UD tonight. I want to see Haslam in there tonight. And I want him to use all six of his fouls. I want to see Haslam in the game tonight. If I don't see Haslam, if we lose, and I don't see Haslam in the game tonight, I'm going to be pissed. I'm tired of seeing him on the sideline. Put Haslam in the game. But, um, man, congrats to the Lakers, you know. Congrats to the Lakers. Um, yeah, I'm happy for Braun. AD, you guys know I'm a LeBron guy, but yo, I swear I've never looked at LeBron like this before. Bro, I hate LeBron right now. Like I can't stand him. Like now the things that you know the LeBron haters, they I was in here killing him. Oh, he crying for a foul, bro. I was in here so I hate LeBron. I can't stand LeBron this series. So after this, after we after the Lakers win, I'll be fine. But I can't stand him right now. And then my mom and grandma, they all they all Lakered out. They really, ooh, ooh, y'all want fight? Like, ooh, ooh, y'all make me sick. But, yeah, I hate LeBron right now. Um, I don't know who the hell is going to win finals MVP. Man, give it to KCP, man. Bro, speaking of KCP, I didn't know him and Dwight had some bad women. Like, I was like, for real? Okay. I'm sorry. I got off track. Um, y'all see Travis Kelsey and K- Look, man, Caleb, I know y'all saw it at the game. That's all I'm going to say. But, um, you know, shout out to KCP for making his shots. And I don't know what the hell they're going to do with Danny Green this offseason. But please get y'all money back. If you're going to do something, get y'all money back. Um, but, yeah, man, AD showed, he, he showed why he is the truly the, was robbed of the, 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 excuse me, the defensive player of the year. Um, so, it can, it's a toss-up between him and LeBron for finals MVP. For sure, but um, yeah, man, that's that's it for that, man. You know, shout out to the Heat, man. I knew you guys would get here. I'm glad you did. Unfortunate end to a great, great run, great run for the Miami Heat, though. Great run, great run. Um, just two more things, and I'll get you guys out of here fast. Uh, the Danny Garcia and Errol Spence fight has been pushed back to December 5th because now they're gonna have fans. Um, so that's happening, and. Uh, Javante, um Tank and Leo Santa Cruz fight was pushed back to Halloween for the same reason, same state. They're both in Texas and they're, go- they're going to have fans, so that's what's going on there. Um, I think that's all I got for you guys this week, man. Well, not this. Well, yeah, for the pod, yeah. But Sunday night, um, on my Instagram at Electric, no, at Eric Lyons TV, Electrified Live. I'll be back on Sunday. Um, I'll bring my guy Morgan in. And we'll talk about some things on Sunday night. So I'll do another live show. And I see that the IGTV is doing pretty well. Um, I see you guys enjoy the Jalen Ramsey thing, the most electrifying play of the week. I might do another one of those this week. Um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm I'm happy you guys are engaging and everything. Make sure you go to um, the, just hit the link in my bio, you know, listen to my other interviews I've done. Um, you can take a listen to those. Um, when I was on a crossover pod, um, I just did another, I just did a guest spot. I have to put in my bio, um, and make sure you get yourself some merch, man. My, shout out to my guy, um, Travis, got himself a nice premium black electrified hoodie. So make sure you guys get you some merch, man. Um, but yeah, I'll be back on Monday, back on Monday, right back here for episode one. What we at now? About to be Monday is episode 115. Yeah, this was 114. Alright, so with that being said, man, I'm, I hope you guys enjoyed this show. Um, thank you guys for listening. Shout out to Stadium Scene TV. Make sure you guys continue to like, comment, subscribe. 
Um, follow me on social media, all that good stuff, man. Get yourself some merch. Um, thank you guys for continuing to listen and subscribe and bear. I mean, <laughs> excuse me, listen and continue to support me, man. Thank you guys. And for the 114th time, I'm Eric Lyons, and you have just been electrified.